0: This episode of Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. If you're a pickleball instructor or would like to become one, check out PCI's great tools and resources, videos, articles, audio, and more. Don't forget the insurance. Head over to PCIPickleball.com today. Did you know that the instructor certification program is 100% online? So that means no costly or inconvenient travel, no waiting for anyone to come to your town. Head over to PCIPickleball.com today. Of all the pickleball lessons that I give, one of the most sought-after themes, without a doubt, is being able to send balls with spin. People want their serves to be hit hard and high over the net and still have them drop in at the last second, thanks to your trusty friend, Topspin. They want to be able to slice their returns of serve, get that ball to skid, get that ball to jump left or right, cause trouble for their opponents. They want their dinks to dip and their volleys to kick. In short, people are crazy about spin. But why is this? Why this desire to be able to send balls with spin? Well, I think it's because people think that their opponents are going to have as much trouble handling it as they do. And that is what we're going to talk about today on Pickleball Problems, how to defeat the Spin Master. Welcome to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Rennes, and today we are talking about spin, but not the usual how to send balls with different spin. We've done other podcasts on them. We'll do ones in the future. But we today want to talk about handling spin, or what we call defeating the spin master. Hey there, it's Mark. So I did a whole opening for the show, completely forgetting that this was in response to a listener's question. Mark, I really enjoy your podcast. I'm having trouble when I'm playing players... I'm about a 4-0 player and playing players a little bit better than I who seem to be able to drive the ball with lots of spin. I've tried counteracting the spin. I've tried going with the spin. I've tried just driving through the spin and not putting any of my own spin on it and just having trouble trying to figure out what's the best way to attack the ball uh, and attack that particular shot i handle most other shots reasonably well that's one that's my uh, weakness i guess so today we're talking about how to defeat the spin master how to handle that spin well in order to do this let we better do a little what i used to call primer but it's not it's a primer a little spin primer that's fun to say spin primer and let's make sure we understand the different kinds of spin and then we can talk about how to handle them. So first we have topspin, topspin, our good friend topspin. And topspin is when anyone strikes a ball and as that ball is flying away from them, it's rolling over the top or it's spinning over the top. So the spin on the ball is spinning away from the hitter. Okay, and you probably know this by now. Now, the effect of topspin. There's a few of them. It makes that ball, all things being equal, it will go a shorter distance than a ball that's hit without topspin. So it'll make that ball drop. So that's really useful. For example, when you're hitting a heavy serve, you want to hit hard, you want to hit high, so it's not going in the net, and you want to make sure it still stays in play. Our good friend Tyson Mcgus, G- Tyson Mcgusson, Tyson McGuffin hit, for example. Uh, we used his his uh, little video. Uh, and the article we wrote on this topic uses a ton of tops when when hitting serves and is one of the reasons that they are so tough. In addition, when that ball bounces, it tends to skip forward toward the receiver a little faster than it would if it didn't have the spin. Okay, so that's topspin. Now we have topspin's opposite, which is called backspin. And backspin, when you hit that ball as it's flying away from you, that ball is rotating back toward you. Okay, so you hit the ball with backspin; it's flying away and it's spinning back toward you. Now, all things being equal, since it's the opposite of topspin, it will go farther than a ball that's hit without spin. It'll sort of float in the air a little bit longer. The other Thing that happens when that ball lands. It tends to skid, especially if you're playing on like a smooth surface floor. So you're going to get this like low skidding kind of rebound afterward. Now, if the ball is hit with backspin and there's not a whole lot of speed on it, sometimes you'll see that that ball um, surprisingly doesn't come toward you as the receiver as quickly as you think it might. Okay, so sometimes that ball even might um, spin backwards a little bit or jump backwards a little bit, uh, assuming that it's not hit with much speed. Okay, so that's backspin. It's the opposite of topspin. You hit that ball, it stays low, it skids off the bounce, and uh, maybe doesn't um, jump as far forward as you might expect. And then there's side spin, our good friends, side spin, side spin, the ball can be spinning a little bit to the left or a little bit to the right. Uh, Almost always, there's some side spin on a ball, especially when you're hitting with backspin. And what will happen is that ball will then kick or jump to the left or to the right, depending on which um, way the paddle came across the face. Okay, so topspin, backspin, sidespin, side spin. Those are our three spins, and in just a moment we are going to talk about exactly how to handle each. Hey there, it's Mark. Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Selkirk TV. Selkirk TV gives you a front row seat to live pickleball matches, past championships, on-demand skills training, including my pretty great show called Pickleball Today, as well as behind the scenes insights and so much more. Available in the App Store and on Google Play, Selkirk TV is the perfect app for any Pickleball fan. Download the app today for free and get started watching Pickleball's very best online content. Selkirk TV. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. Today we are talking about how to defeat the spin master. So let's, let's say you're playing someone who loves to hit with spin, whether it's their serve or the return, their drop maybe, their drive, their dinks. Okay, what can we do? Well, there's a few different things we can do, a few different ways to approach the spin master. So the first thing to think about is that time and space are your friend. One of the things that is tough about handling spinning balls is that it can be tricky to know not only which direction the ball is going to go, right? If it's got side spin, for example, it's going to kick left or right. So it's not just about knowing which direction it's going to go, but how aggressively that spin will affect the rebound. Ball's got more spin on it, so it's going to have a more aggressive kick one way or the other. So knowing how much. Uh, effect there will be is really important. Even if you see that side's been coming, for example, but, and you know it's going to go left, but is it going to go left like a couple of inches? Or is it going to go left a couple of feet after it rebounds? That's important. And this is why it's so helpful to give yourself some space between your body and the bounce of the ball. If you're really close to where the ball is bouncing, then you're not going to have much time to react, to observe how much of a kick there's going to be, and then to adjust to it. But if you're a little bit farther back as that ball is landing and that ball lands and now you've got more space and more time to see how much of a kick there's going to be, then it's going to be a little bit easier to adjust. So when you have the opportunity to uh, give yourself a little more space, a little more time against a spinning ball, that's usually helpful. A nice example we see at the pro level right now is we're seeing so many players playing uh, topspin dinks. Top spin dinks so they're brushing up the back of the ball as they're playing dinks and what you'll often see if you watch high level pickleball is you'll often see players backing up off the line they're choosing to let that ball bounce they could reach it they could take it out of the air or on the short hop right after it bounces but instead they're choosing to back up and they're doing that to let that ball land let ball let that ball do its thing have it spin and then play a shot more comfortably that's an example of using time and space to make it easier to receive spin Okay. A second strategy you can use against the spin master is to use speed. Look, when that ball is coming to you and it lands, even if it doesn't land, if it's got spin on it, um, if your paddle is moving very slowly toward the ball, then the spin is going to have an effect. So imagine this, imagine there's a, a wall in front of you, a flat wall, and you toss a ball gently to it, no spin, the ball will bounce in a really predictable way. If you toss that same ball, think of it as a basketball, if you want, you toss that same ball, but you've got that ball spinning. Well, when it hits the wall, there's going to be a reaction, right? That ball is going to kick off to one side or another, or it's going to come down quickly if it's got topspin, right? The spin and the wall will interact. And if your paddle is moving slowly. Let's say you're playing a drop, for example, on a third shot against a heavy spinning ball. Well, if your paddle is moving slowly, it's kind of acting like the wall. And if it's acting like the wall, then whatever spin is on the incoming ball is going to have an effect. So one way you can counter this is that you can accelerate through that ball. You can hit it harder. You can hit with speed. If that wall is moving, we're sort of losing our analogy here. If that wall is moving quickly toward this spinning ball, then the spin on the ball won't have such a great effect. And we can see this in practice too, when we watch high level pickleball. This is one of the reasons why we're seeing more and more players using third shot drives as opposed to third shot drops, because so often when players return serve, that's the second shot, they return serve with lots of spin on it and players getting ready to hit that third shot look at that heavy spinning return and say shoot that's got a lot of spin on it if i play a drop right now where my paddle is acting kind of like a wall that's not moving very much the spin is going to wreak havoc on it so what i'm going to do instead is i'm going to counter that spin by hitting through it with speed third shot drive and then you can think about your other options okay so uh, we've got some more tips for you in just a moment when we come back You, me, Turks and Caicos, December 2nd to 9th, 2023. How does that sound? Well, if you like the sound of it, I mean, I certainly do like the sound of it. If you like the sound of it too, head over to thirdshotsports.com. Check it out. I am going with the East Coast Pickleballers. The East Coast Pickleballers. What a great group based in South Carolina. We are going to Turks and Caicos. We would love to have you join us. Head over to thirdshotsports.com. Check it out. It's right at the banner, right at the top. Or just check out our clinics. Come and join me. Turks and Caicos, December 2023. Today on Pickleball Problems, we are talking about how to handle the spin master. How do you defeat them? We've talked about a couple things. One is we need to understand the different kinds of spin. Uh, We need to think about how time and space are our friend. Give more space, give more time. And if you have more time to see what's happening, you are more likely better able to adjust to it. Our second tip was to use speed against these spinning balls. Right? A slow moving paddle is going to let the spin have more an effect on it. You accelerate through, you can reduce the effect it's going to have. It's also important, and maybe we should have put this as our first tip, is to see what's coming. If you are surprised by the spin, if you're not realizing what's happening until the ball has bounced, it's a little bit late. Because if you don't understand the spin as it's coming, it's going to be hard to make that adjustment, whether you have to prepare your paddle sooner, whether you've got to get ready for that ball to kick left or right. If you don't understand the spin until it's happening, it's gonna be a lot harder to react to it. So what do you do? Well, you need to pay attention to your opponents. What are they doing as they're hitting the ball? Are they swinging down on the ball from high to low? Sometimes people call it like chopping it or whatever. Are they going from a high to low swing path with an open paddle face? Well, that's a sign that there's likely going to be backspin on this ball. Sometimes you call it slicing it, right? Is your, instead, is your opponent swinging from low to high with a neutral paddle face? So well, that's going to create the top spin. Or are they swinging from left to right kind of across their body? Well, That's going to, inc- that's going to put side spin on the ball. And knowing which direction left to right or right to left, is also going to tell you not just that there is side spin, but what kind of side spin is that ball going to kick to the left or kick to the right. Astute players pay attention to this when their opponents are hitting the ball. So they see it coming, even frankly, before the ball is struck, because they can see the path of the swing, they can see the angle of the paddle. So one way that you can help yourself is you can start to pay a little bit more attention to your opponent and what they're doing as they're getting ready to play that ball. We've got one more bonus tip for you, and that is to make it harder for your opponents to spin well in the first place. Look, if the ball you send your opponent, let's say you're serving to them, or let's say you're playing a return of serve. If the ball you send to them is fairly easy, well, it's going to be fairly easy for them to do what they want with it. Hitting balls with lots of spin involves some risk you got to move the paddle face aggressively across the face of the ball. And so that increases the chance that you make a mistake or that your opponents make a mistake. You can make it even harder for your opponent to be successful with this if you send them a more challenging ball. So this could mean that you hit faster, right? You could make your opponents run. You could make them move. You could put spin on the ball yourself. Right? So it's more challenging for them to receive it because if they have a tougher time receiving the oncoming ball, they are going to have a tougher time sending it with the kind of spin they want. As pickleball and frankly, the paddles used to play, it continues to develop. We are going to continue to see spin used as an offensive tool and whether it's slicing the return of serve that skids off the bounce or the offensive lob that manages to drop just inside the baseline, players will continue to find ways to use spin to their advantage. You better be ready for it. And by paying more attention to the spin coming your way, giving yourself time and space to handle it, even once in a while just taking a hard rip against that spin, you can limit the amount of trouble that the spin can cause you. All right, this music tells us that we are at the end of the show. Thanks for listening this week. I would love to know what kind of problems are you having? Why not send me a voice memo? Open up the voice memo app on your phone. Send it to mark at thirdshotsports.com. Let me know what is the problem that you are having. I would love to help you handle it. And until next time, I'm Mark Renison. Thanks for listening.